just want to give a quick shout out though to Brent Harvey. Boomer. We've never had Boomer on our show. We've always asked. He's always up for a chat. But unfortunately, just timing's a bit of an issue. He's, he usually has footy Mate, training. He could have called me, and I would have got him before the ambulance. Yeah, I well, rushed that's down right. there. Right, <laughs> I think most. Uh, I mean, you. I was two hours away. I would have beat it there. Well, that's right. I mean, you're one of six North supporters, so yeah. yeah I mean, he would have. He would have needed you. We're but, yeah. always ready to. Give Boomer a lift. <laughs> so good luck to Brent in his yes. recovery. Horrific broken leg on the weekend. Um, and I heard him on um, uh, RSN, or, you know, here in Melbourne uh, this week. You'll be doing all right. Nice, You'll, clean, break, bang, yeah, chuck the, a plate in, yeah. stick, rod, well, just, whatever. Like, it just baffles me that he's still playing footy. Yeah, I'd probably give it away like, now. Come on, man. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 40-something. Give it away. You played he probably needs a laugh. He games. needs a good laugh. That's yeah, what he needs. He does. He does. Gonna, where would he get one of those? Well, you go down to a Linda community house <laughs> to get one of them on Friday. I uh, wonder who's performing there. So we've got uh, Limo on. G'day, Limo. Oh, bloody Jack and Mossy legends. <laughs> it's wonderful to be with you. And I reckon here's my Boomer Harvey theory. Yes. I know he's broken his leg. It'll be better in eight weeks, six to eight weeks, whatever it is. <laughs> Boomer Harvey is still in such good nick and he's playing such good footy, he will nominate for the draft this year. <laughs> and you just, you never know. Well, there was a suggestion. Oh, we nearly rookied him, I think. That's it. He was actually asking for a contract at the start of the year. <laughs> you know, he was, because he was a runner for North Melbourne mm. for a little while, while they were struggling uh, the last few years. And I reckon... I would bet my bottom dollar that nearly every game fans were yelling out over the fence, put a jumper on, Boomer, get back out there. Well, who, who from Hawthorne would you would you like to settle up again, Boomer? Were you a big Hawthorne man? Who would you like to settle up? Uh, look, we'd need someone up forward, so either Peter Hudson or Jason Dunstall would be handy. Yeah, very. Uh, you know, Peter Hudson not in great nick these days. He's getting on a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Dunstall's carrying a couple of kgs, so let's go with Buddy. We'll go with... <laughs> that's a good oh, that's Very a good nice, yep. <laughs> right, He's still in pretty good nick. Ruffy, I wouldn't mind having Cyril Rioli back. <laughs> what, what's it like being a Hawks supporter, mate? I mean, I, I mean, obviously, Woz's team's down the bottom, which is, uh, you know, he's gone through his you know, second or third rebuild. Um, yeah. The Hawks, though, I mean, this is probably your first one you've had in, what, you know, 20 years. Well, yeah, we had a rebuild uh, in 2005. Probably, yeah. Well, Clarko. When Clarko got to the club, that was our last <laughs> rebuild. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we're going through a rough patch at the moment. I mean, my, for example, my son, he's six and he hasn't seen a premiership. So it's bloody tough for him. You know, the poor bugger. <laughs> As he cries himself to sleep at night, he's a little guy. What do I say to him? You know, I just had to say, sorry, mate, we're going through a rough patch. Hang in there. Are you getting, are you, are you getting some comedic value out of Hawthorne? Are you allowed to sort of get stuck into them or do you, do you leave them alone? No, I, I never get stuck into them. I've very rarely have I ever publicly said anything negative about Hawthorne. That's just, I'm a, I'm a positive kind of guy. Yeah. And I'm a I'm a peace loving kind of guy, so I'm always I always stick with my team. Whereas someone who's a good, a good mate of mine, but a very different personality, is Dave Hughes. Dave Hughes barely gets through an hour without absolutely canning one of Carlton's players. <laughs> right? How I think he does it in his sleep. He sacks players in his sleep. Uh, 
that's, that's, we've just got different personality types on that front. So you, so you haven't done that. Is that what you're saying? You haven't sacked anyone from the Hawks. You haven't uh, badmouthed Sam Mitchell's, you know, intent on rebuilding. No, no, no. I'm a, I'm a Sam Mitchell fan. I like him. I like the current strategy, the rebuild. Um, And I think we've got a lot of good talent. I'm one of those guys. I look at the team sheet, right? Uh, Every week, even though we're bottom of the ladder and we're not playing great footy, I look at the team sheet every week and go, geez, that's a bloody good team on paper. (laughs) I reckon we're a chance this week. (laughs) I know the feeling. No no wonder your kid falls to sleep crying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Yeah, I know. Uh, Tell us a bit about this weekend, mate. A huge, uh, big show in Alinda. Yes, well, the Hawks are away in Tassie playing the Crows, so uh, the heat's off there. So I'm going to be, you know, Linda at the, with the... Help me out here. The Community House, what is it? Yes, the Community Linda, House. Linda Community House. Was reckons there's only two other... No, nah, there's a few buildings there, but it's a yeah, small, beautiful little place. Yep. Yeah, right, nice. So that's where I'm going to be on Friday night. Yep. Uh, so why wouldn't you come down for a laugh? Well, people are getting distracted... Uh, by the comedy festival in the city, mm. come out to Olinda uh, mm. and you can check out a bit of comedy there. Uh, on Friday night, I love getting out of the uh, inner city bubble to do stand-up. I find the crowds are very appreciative. Huh. Uh, they love a laugh and I always enjoy getting out. So I'm really excited about Friday night. So come <laughs> along and check it out. I don't know how you get tickets. I think there might be try booking. Yes, yes. I'm going to try booking yep. and put my name in. That's right. Trybooking.com slash C-F-M-I-S. That's okay. it. <laughs> there you go. Mate, Limo, with comedy these days, I mean, I've seen, a, like, I watch a lot of comedy and, um, like, a bit of Bill Burr and, and so on, but comedy these days for me is sort of bringing the world back to normality. Uh, we went, we've gone way too far and that's not, you know, try, not being sen- insensitive, but we've gone way too far. I think comedy is bringing us back a little bit. Is is that how you might see a little bit of it? Yeah, well, I think comedy has always... I think the role, the job of comedy is to make fun of those things that are ridiculous in the world. Mm. Uh, and, that's, and that's always been the comedy's <laughs> job, and that remains comedy's job today, is to highlight uh, things that just don't make sense or that are ridiculous, or that have gone too far, or that, uh, you know, things are annoying people. So, yes, comedy has always played that role, and always will, and I think it's really important. And often in your life, I mean, I've been to see shows, you know, in the last few weeks, where comedians have said things on stage that some people might consider controversial, but the crowds, the laughter from the crowds is like they're saying, it's a relief to hear these things. Yes. They're like, oh, thank God someone's saying that. Yep. Because we're all too scared to go there. Yeah. But someone's actually got the courage to come out and say, nah, this is, this is ridiculous and I think this is how it should be. So I think audiences are definitely waiting, you know, because comedians, you can kind of get away with it as a comedian. Yeah. Well, well comedy isn't offensive it's if you find it offensive, it's offensive to you. It's it's not offensive because you're telling a joke. Well, that's right. I mean, it's very very much individualistic. I mean, my general rule with it with comedy is to only ever really punch up, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never punch down. To, um, 
you know, if you don't use it as a bullying pulpit kind of thing, yep. you use it to sort of punch up to the to the more powerful and the more privileged, perhaps. But it's also, you know, you can also point out things that are, are a bit ridiculous these days. And I've certainly got a few examples of that in my <laughs> <laughs> Which you'll see on Friday night if you come along. And um, we can also expect... Uh, how's your language in your shows? Uh, oh, look, it's not... Look, I swear occasionally... Is that a purposeful? You know, is that a sort of purposeful thing for for a comic? Yeah, look, I try and I try and only swear when it's going to be impactful. Yep. You know, to, to add a bit of emphasis. I mean, I certainly early on in my career, I was swearing at least once per sentence, and it was just too much. <laughs> you know, but that was that was nerves as well. I'd be nervous, and that was how I. Uh, dealt with my nerves by kind of swearing. It gave me a bit of thinking time. Yeah, so instead of pausing, I'd just swear. <laughs> Which, you know, <laughs> I mean, a lot of people do that in conversation. I'm sure you've got mates. Really? Yes. Who just swear every yeah. second word. And the only reason they're swearing every second word is because they can't think of the next word to say. <laughs> so they're just giving themselves a bit of thinking time by chucking in the swear word. And who are you finding uh, funny... At the moment, uh, obviously with well, comedy festivals on. He's probably my favourite yeah, at the moment, I think. Yeah. He's, uh, really, he makes me laugh a lot. And he's, and Bill Burr's one of those guys, he's a very unapologetic comedian, which I love. Yep. What I really especially love about him, Bill Burr would say something controversial and nearly every other comic on the planet would stop, would feel the need after they've shocked an audience to then go... No, no, but what I meant by that was, <laughs> I said that because what I was trying to say was that, that, that. He just doesn't explain it ever. He just lets it sit there. Yeah. And it's super awkward. And I just, I'm like, the balls on this guy. It's amazing. Uh, so I, re- I really respect that, Bill, but just to have the courage to never explain a joke. And for him to sit there and go, well, if you think I'm... Uh, you know, whatever it might be, racist off the back of that joke. Well, that's your. It's up to you. I'm not. I'm not going to explain it. <laughs> as a, as a comic, do you? I mean, do you watch a lot of comedy? I mean, as footballers, I mean, some watch footy, some don't. Do you? Do you watch a lot? Yeah, a I, heap go on, fa- yeah. I go through phases. Yeah, yep. you know, like I'm watching a lot at the moment live because the comedy festival's on. Mm. So I'm going to I'm going to see friends and um, you know, sort of supporting friends shows. And I'm doing sort of line-up shows myself, so I'm seeing a lot of other comedians. You get a bit numb to it after a while, though. Uh, what's he laughing? Yes. <laughs> well, you see, do you do? It's weird. <laughs> you often sit there just with a completely straight face, <laughs> and you'll just turn to your friend and go, "Oh, that was hilarious," and you just <laughs> and you're not even smiling. But you go, that was hilarious. Unbelievable. So you, you can sometimes see too much comedy. Very good, very good. And just uh, just quickly, um, looking back, uh, one of the big hits in your career was uh, Before the Game on Channel 10. I'm not too sure if Channel 10 is still a thing anymore, but... Um, yes. It is, is it? Um, I, 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 I believe so. I think it's on the dial still. Okay, it's still, it's still around. Um, well, tell us yeah. a bit about that and being a part of that team because it, it looked like so much fun. Yeah, it was a real joy, and I was very lucky to get the call up to work on that show. I did 11 years on that show, Mm. and it was just a joy every Saturday night to 
We, we kind of, a lot of people, we, we didn't, we never really thought about it in these terms. A lot of people who watched the show saw us as a replacement for Hey Hey It's Saturday, which had just finished, I think, three years before we started or two years before we started. So it was that kind of Saturday night uh, compulsory viewing before you went out. And also it was back in the day when you didn't have a Twilight game. So there was a gap between the afternoon yep. game and the night game, which meant we fit nicely into that little uh, spot. So it was just, it was a, and the players loved coming on, the coaches loved coming on, and we, and more than anything, we just loved doing that show. I mean, we'd rock up at midday at Channel 10, me, uh, Andy Marr, Husey, uh, Sam Lane, Mick Malloy, or Pete Hellier when he was doing it. Uh, Nearly Meadows replaced uh, Sam Lane later on. And then the writers, Adam Rosenbachs and Paul Collegia. And we just sit in this boardroom and we would eat, you know, we'd have lunch delivered, we'd eat pizza, we'd smash lollies, we'd watch the footy, we'd talk shit. It was just the best. It was the best afternoon you could possibly imagine. And then we'd do the show and then we'd all go out together afterwards. Oh, so it was awesome. a really good fun. It was a really fun 10 years. Yeah. Oh, it looks incredible. Yeah, hitting a Linda this weekend. But what else you got sort of lined up, um, yeah, for yourself? Uh, well, we're, we're doing season five of Utopia this year, which you'll uh, see on the ABC uh, in the second half of the year. Yeah. So that's uh, another very funny season mm-hmm. from the Working Dog team. Yeah. And... Um, and I've got a podcast as well. I've got a, com- oh. a comedy self-help podcast. Oh, give us uh, a shout out. What's that one called? It's called, it's called Don't Be a... I can't swear on here, can I? Oh, you probably can try. It's, it's called Don't Be a F-Wit. Oh, righto. It says, but it's... A, so I just highlight behaviour of F-Wits <laughs> and tell people to stop it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's, that's my... That's me dipping my toe into the world of self-help. Um, <laughs> you should be on free-to-air radio, mate. Um, <laughs> so I'm doing that. And aside from that, I'm just doing a bunch of stand-up around the place. Oh, oh, uh, very nice. Yeah, so that's really uh, where I'm at. <laughs> oh, uh, was I'll definitely try to get to you on uh, Friday night, mate. But, uh, look, we've got to leave it there. But thank you so much for your time, mate. It's been, uh, been a joy. Good on you, Jack. Good on you, Was. Thanks, mate. Enjoy. You're a good man. Uh, Limo there. Uh, and just for the details again, uh, for those who missed it, David Rose Comedy presents uh, Limo Live, which is this Friday, April 21st, 8 o'clock. Uh, all tickets are 25 bucks. Absolute bargain. Well, well worth it. Uh, have seen him before and uh, yes. worth worth the pennies for sure. www.trybooking.com forward slash CFMIS.